0: hello and welcome to the big stream uh my name is steven douglas from the i'm here with kyle coster we're here talking talk about last night's episode of succession uh and we are going to leave out all the parts that are not germane so strap on your uh strap on and let's get recapping kyle uh how'd you like the uh funeral preparations
2: well, you know, I think that they said last week they were going to do Reagan's with some tweaks. Um, that was before Marsha stuck her beak in there. Uh, that's my big takeaway from this episode is this is the Marsha sense. Uh, Marsha is back. <laughs> she is, uh, she's moving property. She has had, it. apparently in between shopping in Italy forever, she had time to have phone sex uh, every afternoon um, and every evening with Logan, uh, I should preface that by saying i I know I'm probably open myself up to some financial liability for making you imagine that. Um, uh, the funeral was classy, appropriately soul-sucking compared to the episode we had last week, which was really heavy on the emotion the kids were going through. Now they have to go in front of that room, and every single person, wants a piece of that pie and every single person in that room is scheming and conniving no one more less subtle than Tom, but everybody in their own way. And I think in a roundabout fashion that made it seem even bleaker because you felt like it the, the emotion was so real and raw last episode uh, that a week later, now we're kind of, you know that this day is not going to get better and the best case scenario that they find a successor with an interim tag, like a major league baseball manager that's taken over for someone who's underperforming, it's going to be a hell of a lot of work moving forward. And the knives are going to be out. Even if your name is written on that paper, yeah. uh, in pencil, pen, or whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I mean, first that we, we should uh, say that we understand this is not a funeral, this was a uh, wake slash board meeting as uh as most sitting hours are where you try and decide who gets to uh, replace the uh, dead guy. Yeah, Marsha was back. I think uh I was reminded by uh I was reminded of Soul Asylum String of Pearls where the uh the, the lover was at the met fought with the ex-wife at the funeral. I think we are uh I think we're gonna have that kind of situation. Carrie was all out of sorts. Um she obviously much like much like everyone uh she thought that uh there was something in, on paper um her apparently she was uh they were going to get married and he was going to have his lawyer uh write that up but that didn't happen so marsha was back in there and making real estate moves uh Connor hit the nail on the head he said the biggest number the only number that uh, she was waiting for which was 63 uh, and Willow was me- measuring the drapes before the end of the episode as her mother uh, dropped grapes on the floor. So I I think the best part about the entire episode is just we got everybody in the same place together. There were no phone calls. uh, There were just these people having their uh, horrible and hilarious interactions face to face. Just every time you wanted to see somebody talking, uh they would... They they could get them in a room together, have throw a couple jokes at each other. And then you've got Greg up, poor Greg on the outside, try, just trying to be asked into any room. And when he did finally get asked into a room, it was just like, uh, we just wanted to let you know that somebody wrote your name uh, with a question mark.
2: In an episode of Good Lines, uh, nonverbal Sandy had the best one in asking why that sex party was so sad. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, everybody It was really in their element, too, because they weren't reacting to this monumental experience like what happened on the plane when he was either trying to fish his phone out of the toilet or take his first shit in 20 years after imbibing only steak and milk. Um, so you, we really got to see all their individual personalities. Um, Logan Roy had all the time in the world to do Sudoku. I don't know if you <laughs> knew that. Maybe you knew that deep down somewhere, but he did not have time to fully express his thoughts on non-binding <laughs> documents, which he would put in his safe, written in pencil, sloppy line, underlying or strike throughs. Uh, that little bit was something straight out of Seinfeld. It felt like like there was these yeah. little things, and I bring that up because obviously that was a, a point of humor and and laid the groundwork for a lot of back and forth and arguing and and you could see where the fibers of the three siblings were going to be pushed and how strong that bond really was and how much of that was in the heat of the moment but i think that this series really needed something like this to move it forward a great deal because i think maybe coming into tonight i was thinking well there's going to be a back and forth power play for whatever. And it's going to go on for a couple episodes. And I think that that would have largely been a waste seeing the way that they handled it. Now Uh, this spurred the action. Um, They needed to get it done before markets opened. They also needed to craft a comms strategy, which was how the episode ended and we'll get to later, but it really pushed us ahead a great deal and saved us. I think, which would have been intriguing, but ultimately not let us go in far as far in the future as we're going to get with the Gojo deal and everything by having it happen snappy and fast. And I think one week after maybe uh, one of the bigger surprises in television history for when it took place in the season, we got a really good bit of craftsmanship in cutting out some of the fat and just moving us along without it feeling forced and the in- ingenuity to kind of make it like, Hey, we found something. Because really, as we're sitting here, if any other show tried to pull something like that, I think our censors would say, like, oh, isn't that a little bit convenient? Because they would not milk the absurdity out of the situation like Succession did tonight.
0: Basing it on like what would support what I guess would happen in real life, uh, they had a little they had a fast timeline. They had to uh I mean, I guess they're lucky he uh died on a plane on a uh, Friday afternoon. You know, when you're talking about, oh well, can can we circle for a while? You know, just until the uh, markets close. So they've got Saturday and Sunday, and they have to make the announcement by Monday. So, and you have to do it quick, or else, you know, I mean, God forbid if people lost faith at the markets, if the numbers lost faith and waste our um, think about all the horrible things that would happen to the rich people. And they get to kind of have their cake and eat it too. They get to do this one fast thing where. Kendall finally gets the big job sharing it with uh with Roman, but then it's just interim. So they still have to go through the deal. And then all while that's going on, they're still gonna be trying to figure out who uh takes over in the long term. Uh, you know, if if there is a long term.
2: Yeah, I think it's time for the Kendall conversation uh of this <laughs> podcast. Uh, we're the only ones having it. It's important that somebody does. As uh, soon as this one ended, my wife asked me who I thought was the most competent one out of the kids, who was the m- most well suited And it's something that we might talk about every week, you and I, but her, she and I hadn't discussed it before. And I said, it's clearly Kendall. And she thought it was Shiv. And I brought up the point that I think that since coming over in to the family business, she's essentially doing been doing daddy make work. Um, putting together these things that don't ultimately mean anything. I can't remember her being integral in like a one-on-one situation that brought like a a better bottom line to the company. Whereas Kendall, his acumen has never really been questioned. Um, It's not a surprise. His name was written on that paper four years ago or four months ago or whatever. And we saw tonight when someone had an issue that needed to be solved, they went to the new big man, which is, de facto Kendall um Hugo uh it with the daughter that he does not have a relationship with uh <laughs> committing some light uh light insider trading uh and and ultimately that's going to come back and ram him in the ass uh because Kendall has him over
0: a barrel no oh, I've forgotten that by the because that that was the best part of the end uh when Kendall was like you know don't make me pull out the strap on or whatever and he's And he gave that smile. Uh, Just Jeremy Strong with a a great episode. Got to play pretty much um, every emotion in this episode. And the smile at the end was just um, awesome.
2: Yeah. I mean, man, it's... And you look at the arc of where he was through this episode. The the first shot is him looking bleak. Uh, He... I was worried about him in that first shot. And then as time goes on, everybody's saying how well he's doing. He brings up therapy to his siblings, uh, knowing that they're not going to take him up on the suggestion. He seems to be moored and balanced in a place. Well, he's got the best grief guy. He does, you know, fuck you. But he is going to crush this thing. But it's ultimately going to crush him. Because I think it's pretty clear if you look at him dejected um, and empty and meaningless at the beginning of this episode, that was pure and that was... Uh, grief, and that was kind of away from the business uh, sphere that has caused him so much trouble. It only took, you know, uh, a, a piece, a, a mark of a pencil on a piece of paper to get him fully back in uh, to the way that he was. Um, his most emotional moment comes with Stewie uh, when Stewie's busting his balls, talking about his dad dying because he saw uh, the PGM uh, business proposal but he is he's back on that uh, he's back on that wagon uh, and and I think that that's going to be bad for him. Um it's going to be bad for him physically and also the specter marsha did not come back just to say oh hey there's marsha. Most pivotal moment that I pretty sure you picked up on but if you didn't we'll kind of blow your mind. They made time to show Colin who does <laughs> jeans and has a kid against all odds coming out of some sort of clandestine powwow with Marsha. Now, those are the two people that know about Kendall's dark secret, okay? So he's not free and clear here. As we're moving on, Um, they have incredible leverage over him. The first time Chekhov's gun really didn't come into play and, and some type of
0: dramatic proceeding. I just can't wrap my mind around like what more is she going to need who who knows what she's going to get in the divorce i assume it's going to be a a comfortable allowance uh plus the fact that she just made a 63 million dollars off of connor um you know i i would think that colin is the one who uh needs needs to help more than anything you know i mean he he doesn't know what to do with his arms if he's not uh disposing of a dead body so uh, and he's got a child to feed and teach him about whether or not there's anything after this. so yeah, colin uh and and he was clearly still in charge, even though he was uh in his uh civilian outfit. um he he made uh Carrie disappear, took her out the back, Billy, or whatever he said, <laughs> just very uh head of security the the job does not stop uh even if the boss dies
2: um we got this far without talking about probably the biggest surprise and and shock of the episode which also came in the first few minutes um
0: oh he's yeah. pregnant who do you think's the father <laughs> it could be anybody really i mean it's probably tom um but uh i mean i guess we'll find out in what like 10 weeks when she goes for her 20-week appointment I, that's just classic sitcom, right there. You know, you have a you have a character die. You got to bring a baby in in later seasons. Uh, you know, that's what Full House did. Um, hopefully, it's uh, twins. Yeah, one in, one out. Um, boy,
2: poor Shiv. Um, <laughs> Shiv is Shiv is down bad. She has no time for Tom. Tom gives her this amazing speech on the steps where he talks about the first time they were together. Uh, he flew He flew to France. She was going through a difficult time, which has been alluded to a few times before, but we've never really got like the granular details about what this tough time was. Uh, I'm assuming if it's been brought up a second time, we're ultimately going to find out what it was. And he says, you know, it's it's just so amazing because it's he's not smoothing. He's actually being real. He's being a husband with someone he has this amazing connection with or had an amazing connection with. And, and she cannot break down her wall one little bit. Like she hates him. Um, she really does. And it's not acting anymore. Um, it's maybe part of it is self self-preservation, but um, yeah, that uh, they're not getting back together anytime soon. And at this point um, I I'm speculating that she intends to go through um, with this miracle and that's going to, I mean, that can only be ignored for so long. Like people are going to find out about that. So I guess I'm curious what your take on her actions and what her plan is, because if she was so hungry to be across everything, which she ultimately, you know, negotiated in that little room with her siblings um, it would seem like a pregnancy would would stand in the way of that.
0: Oh yeah. Um. I mean, she's already in a position where she's uh, given the COO jobs to her brothers, uh, and they don't even have. They didn't even spit in their hands and uh, shake like when Marsha and Connor made a deal. Uh, she just has to take their word for it, and um, I mean, their their words. None of their words really mean anything uh I don't think we've seen that uh happen but yeah she's in a bad place um she's about to be a single mother um I know it's the 21st century but uh and she has a lot of money but that, that's going to be rough um Tom she, yeah she's trying to she doesn't want to give Tom the satisfaction of knowing that you know he's being nice um and it leads to her falling down um and stewie like stewie and tom both going over to her and tom calling her honey and she just gets up with her hair all frazzled for the first time in the entire series and she's she's uh quite emotional uh which is understandable her father died she found out she was pregnant the next day a uh, lot of stuff going on for poor shiv uh i i don't see how this ends happily for her um you know she she's not going to win the succession she's uh she isn't going to let Tom back in she's going to be quite miserable it seems
2: roman who you know he doesn't it's not the time to bring it up but he's had a lot of um back channel communications with his father that uh his two siblings don't know about um he was once again kind of put in the kid chair here um he's the one that his father trusted till the end he's the one that was most involved till the end um yeah he has issues like they all do but really he kind of had to take a step back because they can say that they're all equals but to me Kendall's the alpha here um they laid that out fairly um obviously I think for everybody to see what did you what you make uh, of him? Because he wasn't fully back to being who he was before, uh, but there were some biting lines. Um, again, it the question comes down to how are they going to deal with their father's legacy? And you saw all that, all the newspaper. Uh, pieces the obits came in uh with full of euphemisms that m- largely said that he was racist in so many words Um, and then they have the meeting with the comms team of carolina and hugo and there's two options um and they don't want to go with the option of saying that their father was losing it toward the end uh roman obviously because He's always going to have his dad's back, even if his dad's not there. And Kendall, because it was too fresh and the wheels hadn't started turning. But at the end, ultimately, Kendall decides that that's the strategy, the strategy he is going to employ unilaterally using blackmail. So he's pulling the strings here. Um, And I don't think that Roman can get back uh, to power, as it were, without his relationship with this right wing whack job who is apparently going to be the president next week so they foretold that pretty heavily uh what was Stephen root coming in and in and, and orating on the state of the republic
0: yeah uh i i think they've done a such a great job of uh having each character each kid uh grieve in their own ways and be uh be differently affected um, you know, Roman with the pre grieving and kind of being dead to it all, which seems very Roman, um, you know, Shiv being a mess because, you know, things are going poorly and uh, and uh, Jeremy Strong just getting to try everything. You know, he he got to cry for Stewie and then ask, um, I think it was talk to Frank, like, did my dad love me? Um, so I, I think that was that was a very good job by them. Uh, yeah. And Tom just, Tom is just like walking around, putting the feelers out looking for vibes, you know, looking for CEO vibes. Um, does, does anyone have good vibes for Tom? And he's, and the best he got was, uh, actually not bad. Cause it was Kendall. Who's like, I like you, Tom, uh, good luck or something. So, Um, if he's actually honest and I mean, Tom seems like a, a a fun guy to, uh, be around as far as all the rich, horrible people are. So maybe, you know, he does have a, a good landing spot.
2: All right. It's time for America's hottest game, which is succession stock up stock down. And since we kind of skipped it last week, because there was a tragic death and we weren't up to it, uh, let's tick through everybody. Um, million people in tonight's show so we'll try to go
0: quickly uh we'll just go in order of appearance here uh greg uh greg uh stocked down uh even though he did get his name written down he's got that question mark
2: yeah and that really uh you know it was logan trying to remember his name or did he have uh something of significance to say to him I, my guess is it's a lot closer to the former and it had something to do with the uncle
0: that that was definitely the uh, one of the highlights where Greg's like, oh, so he, he might want me to be the uh, second in command. Nice what a spring.
2: Nice try. Yeah. Uh he's 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 learned uh the business dance at the feet of Tom, but uh, he has not mastered the steps yet. Uh Logan Roy, technically in this episode.
0: Uh Logan Roy, um I'm gonna say up, you know, because in America we love to uh We love to eulogize and uh, kind of whitewash all the horrible things that a person has done in the immediate aftermath of their death. So uh, he's he's having a good probably his best best day in the media in uh, years.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, He is a stock up for me as well. If only for inspiring the Fall Out Boy song title, A Dad Promise on Yesterday, which the kids make. Roman.
0: Roman, I'd have to go uh, stock up for now. Um, You know, he he got a a shiny new job, and um, he's dealing with the uh, passing of his father in his own uh, special way.
2: Yeah, I think it's stocked down for me. I think he took a step back. My biggest question with Roman is actually something uh, probably insignificant, but I could not read the way that he played that run-in with Kerry, where all went to hell. How did that land on you uh,
0: yeah, I don't know maybe it was uh seeing someone who was uh legitimately upset um someone and that he identified with that he kept asking Leonone you know, do, do I I don't have your personal number um so it, it was definitely a it was a it was a very strange interaction and he did seem uh interested in helping her Next up a man
2: who has a lot of sway
0: with the board, Frank. Frank um was I I guess Frank uh as the old guard I don't know. Hold your Frank. Uh was he was he the one that was thinking about retiring but he's like or no, that was uh the yeah. other guy. That's Carl. That was Carl. Um Frank, I'll go uh slightly stock up. Um it's too early to tell uh, who is going to uh, survive any of this.
2: I think we make a good point by saying that uh, Frank might be the ultimate just hold every week because I think that's how he survived 40 years uh, is just kind of blending uh, into the background, not not shiving people, uh, no pun intended, uh, at the wrong time and just kind of keeping his options open. Also keeping her options open uh, floor plan
0: wise is Willa. Um, I'd have to say stock up, you know, she's got a, she's got a nice new house. She's a, she's a newlywed. Um, she's got some grapes for her mom.
2: Yeah. Her mom, uh, was, a, built a, uh, a Jenga structure on, uh, on her little buffet plate. And, you know, like stock up obviously for Willa, I mean, the financial hit that that's just a portion of what you would pay, uh, to maintain 1%. So that's chump change, uh, to her. Look at her, you know, she has that interaction with Marshall where Martian tries to dig her, but uh, Willa kind of points out that they're the same And one, one. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.
0: Uh, and she's one, about uh, she's about to celebrate her uh, nuptials by visiting all the uh, honeymoon states. I love that. Obviously, uh,
2: the honeymoon states, uh, are, you know, Michigan, Wisconsin, Ohio, uh, Minnesota. Um, also, you know, crucial to getting you over that one percent threshold uh, and this presidential outcome, which apparently is uh, already
0: decided. Um, Tom. Oh, man. Uh... Yeah, I would have to go snock down for Tom. He is—he's uh, just a man without a uh, north star right now. He's—he's he's looking for shelter and he hasn't found any yet. And Carl uh, read him uh, quite a riot act there. Kind of dressed him down. So, and and Shiv—who knows if what he really wants from her, even if it's just to uh, be nice and be a little supportive, not necessarily get back together. She wants nothing to do with him.
2: His stock is down his place in the society uh, that he's, uh, you know, thought he was acclimated to has, has been pulled out from under him. Really. I mean, it's just a Testament to how good of an actor Matthew McFadden is, is that you felt it hang on him. Um, and he acted in this episode a lot like he used to act at the beginning of the series uh, with stripped of that confidence that he, that he's kind of grown to uh channel and harness to some acclaim over the years but that's uh that's in the rearview mirror uh, and he is uh he's a sad puppy dog like Mondale we have oh this one I'm excited for this one this is the the bell of the ball right here another unbelievable episode from this man might be my favorite on the show Carl
0: uh Carl he's weighing all his options I'd have to say right now he's uh stock up he's been there he's i i believe he's been killed once or twice um he was ready to go jerry wanted to give him a golden parachute kicked him out of the plane um but he's he's just hanging around hanging around
2: i think it's stuck down for him technically because i think that he had intentions of uh of being the guy um i think that he went into that uh discussion around the beautiful China they had to check out with the idea that he was going to emerge um, as the new king. He didn't think that there would be kings. I want to make one thing perfectly clear. And that's that Carl is a goddamn corporate legend for what <laughs> he did with cable in the 1990s. Uh, my favorite line of the episode, can't even imagine what that means. What do you What do you think Carl was involved with uh, back in cable TV back in the 90s?
0: Well, I mean, it's got to have something to do with uh, with shaping the network, um, or maybe he maybe he's the one that came up with the idea of live social audio video. Um, who knows? But uh, he's he's halfway in on a Greek island right now, so somebody better make a decision.
2: If Carl didn't uh, isn't responsible for this, uh, I, I forgive the segue, but I need to point out that. Uh, the one of the cryons, there's that word again. Uh, at the beginning during the credits said, uh, said that deep state secret shown on NBA Jumbotron. And I thought that that was, uh, uh unbelievable. I can't even imagine the, the fallout if that, that sounds like a post. It's unbelievable. It sounds like a well trafficked post. Uh,
0: Connor, I mean, stock up, I guess. You know, he's he's buying a nice, uh, large home for his uh, new wife and he's about to hit all the honeymoon states. What's so not to love.
2: Yeah. And he didn't really give a shit um, stock up for me too, about not being included in any of this. Uh, if there was any fiber of his being that uh, was tied into this world before uh, that's gone, you know, because uh, again, he doesn't have to use that superpower uh, so he can uh, have more energy for other things because someone tolerates him,
0: if not love him. um Jerry. Uh I, I'd hold for now. Um she didn't get the job, even though she uh she did a great job when uh she did have the job. Uh she's had her shot at the job, but she's not getting the job again. So uh she'll wait and see how the guys do in the job now, and maybe sometime after the interim job is done, then she'll get the big job
2: you know stock up for Jerry because nothing phases her. Uh she's fired last episode just you know she's back in like George Costanza on a day's work for Jer Bear. Uh okay, big one here. Uh, I think we touched on it. The answer is obviously stock down for Shiv. Um uh, but did you have any lingering Shiv thoughts uh as we as we turn the mood down here?
0: No. Uh well I mean, yeah, I guess uh, I I wonder how much the Pregnancy is going to play into it, you know, uh, maybe as, uh, information, uh, currency, but I mean, we've got like what, four or five, six episodes left. Um, I can't imagine they're gonna, I can't imagine we're ever actually going to see this baby. Um, even if he's, even if he's a, a healthy, strong future King. Um, so I don't know. I, I I guess it'll have to. It still have to be used somehow. Um, maybe maybe it is a reason for her Tom to get back together and just make a go of it.
2: If there's a silver lining, it's that I really believe that uh, her brothers are gonna fuck her over. You know what? I changed my mind on that because I just realized that uh, Kendall fucked Roman over minutes after uh, making that dad promise on yesterday so um no it's all bad it's all bad for chef poor chef uh hugo
0: uh hugo i guess would have to be a stock uh, down um he's the one whose daughter uh sold the shares right
2: yeah yeah the daughter sold, sold the shares uh he's in a real pickle uh you know yeah, you know, he really, the irony here is, uh, you know, essentially was given uh, an early edition the next day's newspaper and acted on it. That was a nice callback uh, there. But uh, they, the Justice Department frowns on that type of thing, as does the SEC.
0: Well, you know, the good news is this is uh, apparently opening the lines of communication between him and his daughter again. So uh, there's a silver lining for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe they'll have a relationship. Uh, you know, I'm sure. It'll all be documented by the grand jury. Another big one uh, before we go to break here. Kendall.
0: Stock up. Um, He's he's finally done it. He got his name on paper. Uh, Somebody wrote a line on and near that name. Uh, It's on paper. What more can you say? They brought
2: in the obits, uh, more physical newspapers for them to pour (laughs) over. Uh, But he Absent the actual physical piece of paper, he he planned for that contingency by taking a picture of it uh, and then reviewing it at his own domicile. Um, not, not a good sign. Not a good sign. I If you are in a dark, dimly lit room uh, pondering the universe uh, and you are calling up a document, not a PDF, but a, a screenshot of a piece of paper, uh, and zooming in on it, uh, you're you're in a bad place. That only ends one way, and it's
0: bad. I think we need to see a flashback of uh, Logan uh, underlining things or uh, crossing things out. Just see which way, uh, if he goes left to right or right to left. Because if it's right to left, then that was a cross out. That was a cross off. But if it's left to right, I think that was just the underlying that got away from him.
2: Yeah. Okay. We can go. Uh. We can go full around the horn here. Uh, I. I thought it was a cross off. Didn't look like an underline to me.
1: Why yeah, was I thought it like a Cross
2: off too. Soft. I guess we need a B block. It's cross off.
1: Right. It's a
2: cross off. I, I. got it. I got it. Zoolander. Right.
0: Well. I. I, I said. I. I jumbled my word the first time. Yeah. So I wanted I want to make sure that cross off was. Uh, Well-pronounced. Well, the editor uh, thanks you. He's back. Better
2: than ever, like Mike and Ike, Marsha.
0: Marsha obviously is a big stock up. Uh, She was just going to... She was sent away. She was sent to another country to uh, shop and just uh, let Carrie usurp her throne and with logan's untimely bathroom passing uh she was i'm there talking every day so she was right back there um right because you gotta be in the you gotta be sitting on the throne because if not carrie's coming and if you're not there and you get there and she's greeting the guests then you've already lost the battle
2: it was a classic
0: shop until he
2: drops situation (laughs) Uh, as she flew states, states as she flew stateside, I I was a bit incredulous that uh, she was able to swoop in and, and run the show so seamlessly. Uh, if we're accepting that world, then I guess that she still has considerable influence uh, in, in Sway. And I know technically that it's her, that it's her home. But I, I that was a uh, comeback player of the year uh, was like Steve Kerr. Uh, taking over for
0: uh, Luke Walton. Right, Rizal? Yeah, I mean, the kids the kids weren't there. Um, if she, I mean, she just needs that one transatlantic, transatlantic flight and, you know, go back to her actual house. I mean, Logan's not there to tell someone no. Um, if they just had some gentleman's agreement where, you know, she just took off and he got to do whatever with Carrie, um Nothing was in writing, obviously. Uh, the Kendall's name, Kendall and Greg, were the only people with their names on paper. So, Marcia, I'm sure, has her name on plenty of paper at this point. Will his mom <laughs> uh, stock up grapes? Down. <laughs> There's just something so perfect. So, I mean, just the that little detail. It's like, oh, she dropped the grapes. Um, like. I mean that's that's like the large handbag um of of eating at a uh, wake it's like you you don't drop the grapes you goddamn civilian
2: yeah and it's 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 just kind of shocking when they interject real people uh into the proceedings like Tom has kind of been that avatar uh but then you see just how like developed he is and then you know they have no time for like the smallest uh indiscretion or small physical error that they might make. Like they are going to absolutely roast it. Meanwhile, you know, they are just broken, miserable people. It is, it, this is a show about class more than anything else. Uh, and, and, you know, the perils that come with uh segmenting ourselves or I don't know, something I read at Bard. Um, Okay. <laughs> this one, you might not have even caught, but I need to bring it up because I thought it was uh, essential to the show Um, that Oscar Gudensen. Uh, you might know him as the person who took the phone call to Matson after they took five to discuss strategy.
0: Yes. Uh so hilarious. Uh Matson, like giving them a call, and that's like, oh well, if if they don't have time, like I, just business doesn't stop. Um, ball like put that on a t shirt for me. Business don't stop. Um I don't care if your father just died in a toilet on an airplane. Um, I don't care if you have uh, all these people coming over to your house to, uh, to mourn you. God, that was so great watching Kendall walk in and all these people like, oh, I'm praying for you. It's like, come on. This is so, re- and just the, you know, condolences, all that stuff. So funny in the emptiness of it all. Um but yeah, you they didn't answer the phone call from Mattson calling back like four and a half minutes later. And it's like uh we're on our way to our, our uh, company retreat, it's a week every year, and it, 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 you can't change it, it's on the schedule.
2: No, I mean it's 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 written in stone. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, there's two ways about going business. You can either uh say, I'm praying for you. Uh, I, I love you. Um, I, I'm here for you. Or you could do it the way that Hugo did, which is, I think, why uh, I, I'm going to give him, uh, you know, a, a, a buy recommendation here uh, by simply saying bad one.
0: I, I just love the idea that Matson is like, uh, is like Tom on the first uh, Waystar uh, retreat when uh when he's like he's he's out there in in the rain like bird watching or on some walking tour with greg like running around doing uh, finding out about uh the cruise ship cruise line uh news um just i i like to think that he is he's legit legitimately excited about the uh about the company get together um it's like us uh going to portillo's it's like well it's on a schedule there's there's nothing you can do we we have we have a we have a reservation we have to go I would love to see, uh, you know,
2: I'd love to see a, a snippet of that. We've seen what those go awry on industry. Um, I, I have to imagine that, uh, you know, it was probably a bit like the one uh, they had up in WeWork uh, where Madsen is like playing the guitar uh, and playing God. also back and lending uh, a supportive shoulder, Stewie. Uh,
0: love Stewie. Um, he's He's so good. Um, he's so funny and I mean, stock way up for Stewie, you know, he's, he's got the ear of the uh, COO. He's, he's the puppet master. And when you get to, you get to walk into the meetings that are supposed to be before the meetings and just sit down on the couch and not make eye contact with anybody and crack jokes, you're in a pretty good spot.
2: Yeah, he's part of a, a good group. We got a good group here. Uh, let's just go with it. That's uh, that's kind of my been that's been my philosophy for meetings. Uh, not everybody can make it, or uh, you know, some random people want to come in. It's a good group. We're just gonna plow ahead. Uh, Stewie is so calm, and it always stands out. He's so chill. Um, you know, he, he gets, but he's accomplished. Like he's making that big decision because he parlayed himself a spot on that board, and his vote counts every bit as someone been alongside Logan for 50 years. Uh, And and that's a result of his acumen. It's kind of funny how not the squeakiest wheel uh, gets where it needs to go on this show that is so big and noisy and loud elsewhere.
0: Yeah. It's, it says a lot about uh, how good he is at businessing that when we were introduced to him, uh, I think he and Kendall were doing cocaine, like a Starbucks bathroom um and now here he is on the board uh helping to uh choose the COOs. We
2: have just two people left in our game. Uh, one is a fantastic actor of screen, stage, and film named Stephen Root, who plays apparently Ron Petkus. Uh, he gave that uh that wonderful uh speech that was probably underwritten by the Federalist uh at the wake. Stock up or down for him as it relates to his power and sway over ATN?
0: I I guess uh, stock up. Um, is is he going to be a recurring character for the rest of the series? Um,
1: no, no I, I don't think so.
0: Oh, well, that's a shame because uh, there's no such thing as having uh, too much Steven Rue.
2: No, absolutely not. Uh, There's such thing as having too much maca root, which may have ultimately done Logan in. Uh, We'll get to that uh, in the CSI portion later in the season. No, I actually think it's stocked down for him because uh, you know, I, I think that the old guard as a whole took a big step back in this episode because they're nothing if the kids work together. I mean, the kids ultimately have won the last few battles when they're on the same page. Now we've seen clear splinters and fragmentations and and it's it's succession. So it's not going to be kumbaya uh, in, until we sign off for good. But I, I just think that those characters like that, especially that one who may have some power and sway over Mencken, um, the presidential candidate uh, who I think is going to be coming in Um, next episode, uh, I think that that's going to be diminished once he gets a taste of power and, uh, stages, whatever type of like insurrection adjacent activities he's, he's going to do.
0: Well, I'm, I'm still holding out hopes that, uh, Connor will be elected. So
2: last, but not least the most important person of this episode, a crying mess, someone who will no longer be seen on cable news, perhaps. Will never be seen or heard from again after being thrown out uh, the bar like uh, George Bailey in uh, "It's a Wonderful Life,"
0: Carrie. Oh, sweet Carrie! Um, I think this is a, the most obvious stock down. Uh, you know, she she had she had such high hopes just a few weeks ago, where she was going to be the face of cable news. She was going to have a a loving husband, twice, three times her age. Uh, she was going to move into a large home in the middle of New York that's worth apparently $63 million. And now she just has a bunch of stuff that fell on the floor.
2: Yeah, um, like Icarus. Uh, she flew too close to the sun on a plane with um, an octogenarian media mogul. Um And here she is uh, getting unceremoniously, unceremoniously ejected from the the premises. (laughs) I got that one. Uh, You know, I I definitely didn't edit out uh, the first five times I tried to pronounce that. That's a good sign that we're done. Um, It's late at night. I would just close by saying, man, this thing is... It just feels so precious Um, and realizing that there's only six left uh, is tough because you realize that the fun is going to be over uh, soon. And an episode like this, that is so, uh, let's just say it after last week was so almost like paint by numbers TV uh, and moving things along uh, at at a nice pace. Uh, You know, you made the joke about sitcom earlier uh, it, it felt formulaic. It felt like TV. I don't know what last week felt like, but it didn't feel like TV. Um, and, and you're just reminded, you know, we're like a broken record about all the different things they can do. Um, and I don't know if any show has ever had um, more buy-in because even when Breaking Bad was coming to the end, even when Mad Men was coming to the end, um, there was wonderings if they would stick the landing uh, both those seem to do it. Um, and we've been burned, you know, recently in like kind of our endeavors uh, with Game of Thrones, which has been uh, taking some strays on this and appropriately so for a while. But I just I can't imagine even if it stinks, like even if they don't get a perfect 10, it's going to feel like a 10 to us uh, because it's captured a, a part of me that like, you know, like I, I'll close on this because it's it's too sappy. but. You wonder I wondered if they like television could could ever really do that in like a mass uh, market monoculture type way. Uh, and I really miss it. And we've talked about on the big stream before about how, you know there's a part of us that likes that appointment television um that we grew up with because it's um it just feels different. um and it, it, I don't know. I don't know what it is about it, but uh, when it happens, uh, it, it it's great. Uh, and it's certainly happening in this case. Um, and I'm going to feel like it's a little bit emptier, uh, not uh, not having that Sunday night anticipation and then the Monday morning kind of like wrap up, uh, essentially a water
0: cooler show. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm pretty confident that they're going to do a good job uh, wrapping it up. I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, it's definitely one of the, it's, it's appointment television and there isn't much of that and we saw how appointment television it was last week with uh, all the people screaming and crying about spoilers um this is definitely uh, a show that you have to watch night of and there aren't many of it um so i'm and i think that you said this felt more like tv i think uh, it'll feel more like su- succession the next few episodes as they get a little further from Logan's death and uh, everybody kind of compartmentalizes and pushes that uh, to the side. Um, I just, it's, it's just going to be interesting to see how much not having Brian Cox there is going to affect it. Cause he was so damn good. Uh, so, I mean, when, when we're, we're, missing logan roy uh who is a horrible person but what a great character so i mean they've got some big shoes to fill and they obviously have they have the cast that can do it so i'm i'm excited to see it uh come to an end and what they're gonna do but you know it it will be a shame when it's over i'll just we'll just have to go back to uh recapping love is blind oh how did that go tonight uh i heard there was never seen i've never seen a second of it i just see netflix had problems streaming it live or whatever yeah well
2: let me just you know this one made me uh smile as if a hobo was on fire um i'm kyle coster that's stephen douglas has been the big stream from the big lead
0: and now we will go sit in the dark and drink lafroig